Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Kiss was a New York band, but is that not the definitive song about Detroit? Well, there was another one as well, right? Uh, Journey, I think, has got a song about Detroit. This is Oilers Now. That's right, Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. It is a game night. The 6-1 and one Edmonton Oilers hosting the Detroit Red Wings on the second of a back-to-back, and we are jammed on today's edition of Oilers Now. We'll have a full preview of the matchup for tonight's game. Hear from some of the key participants. Reid Wilkins is going to swing by from inside sports at 12.20. 12.35, Elliot Friedman made some news this week involving Taylor Hall. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for our friends at the River Cree Resort Casino coming down the pipe at 12.35. At 1.05, for Horse Racing Alberta Sportsnet spec, Mark Spector will be joining us here high above the 8th floor at Rogers Place, deep in Ice District. 135, Brendan Escott in a pre-taped conversation with Brad Lauer of the Edmonton Oil Kings, who are in Red Deer tonight to take on Brent Sutter's Red Deer Rebels. And then we'll also hear from Edmonton Oilers forward Zach Cassian, a one-on-one conversation with him. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us at the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. They're bigger and better and now 100% smoke-free 
on the main casino floor. River Cree Resort Casino Excitement. Bet on it. You can text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan at Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. You know, Brendan, I was thinking there's a lot of focus on uh, this. Uh, uh, what, what's her name? Greta. What's the last name? Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. We live in a wonderful place in Canada. Canada is one of the, uh, you know, five uh, largest oil producing countries on the planet, as we know. Uh, along with the United States, and, and I, I think it's, you know, whatever side of the ledger. This show, by the way, is called Oilers Now. Uh, I think you might kind of guess which side of the ledger I'm personally on. But uh, whatever. Hey, you're, it's all good. You know, you can come to Canada and the United States. And I know that Greta would be welcome with open arms in Saudi Arabia, in Russia, and in China as well. I know those countries would have the same sort of openness and warmth isn't freedom a wonderful thing uh yes indeed just a reminder for everybody out there scoring at home uh yes indeed uh let's have some fun and i don't want to hear i know we're gonna get texts right away all i'm saying is whatever side you're on of this issue she can come here and do her thing just like she can go to the u.s and do her thing is that opportunity provided elsewhere in the world against countries that are competing against us? Think about it. This is Oilers Now. Let's get to the Oilers Now. Adi Evald, it is the Edmonton Oilers and the Detroit Red Wings. The Oilers Now, Adi Evald, is brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Miko Koskinen is going to start night for the Edmonton Oilers. Dave Tippett had this to say in the goaltending split. Both very engaging in their own way. You know, and obviously I have a background with Schmitty, so I know I've known him since he's been a rookie player, so uh, we go back a long way, but very different personalities, but both have a real passion to play and a passion to win. And, uh, and we feel like, I felt like coming into the season, if we manage both these guys well, we should be give them both the best chance to be successful on every night. You know, so you're trying to, Make sure they're rested. Make sure that you know they get enough practice time. You know, there's a lot of factors that go into it, but it's uh, so far so good. We goaltending's been solid for us, both guys. And again, Miko Koskinen starts in goal. He's three and zero this season, a 2.60 goals against average, a 9.27 save percentage. Second consecutive start for him. Oilers need to limit the shots against after giving up 52. They also got to get more production out of their bottom six. We'll have a different look tonight. Obviously, Connor McDavid's on fire. He's leading the NHL in scoring with 17 points, five coming off his last game. And I, I'm not sure Detroit's announced an official starter yet. I think it's going to be Jonathan Bernier uh, because the other guardian, Jimmy Howard, started last night down in Calgary where the Red Wings were beaten 5-1 by the Flames. One of Connor McDavid's five-point games came against Jonathan Bernier when he was a goaltender for the Maple Leafs. So McDavid up front with Leon Dreisaitl and Zach Cassian. Again, we'll hear from Cassian later on. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with James Neal and Alex Chason. The bottom six tonight will look like this. Riley Sheen with Jujar Kara and Patrick Russell. And based upon the morning skate, Marcus Granlin was the last guy off the ice. Gaetan Haas is in. He'll center the fourth line with Thomas Yurcho and Josh Archibald. So that bottom six have combined for 33 games played. They've not scored a goal. They have three assists. Here's Dave Tippett trying to milk some offense 
out of the aforementioned bottom six. Uh, I think that'll I think that'll play out. You know the the bottom six guys. If you'd ask what is their main role coming in is to play quality minutes for us and really help our penalty kill. And I think you've seen that. So would you like to see them get on the board? I'm sure they'd like to get on the board. I mean, everybody wants to get on the board. But first and foremost, they have a role to play in our team and they're helping us win. So in that sense, they should feel good about what they're doing. But ultimately, everybody wants to chip in. But it's, it's I, I haven't seen a lot of situations like this where usually teams will have two pretty good power plays that one gets hot and the other, like, it's hard to argue against those guys that have been together for a few years going out there and they take up a lot of the time. So you, you don't get a lot of second, there's not a lot of second power play unit that gets to get those chances or chip in some points there. And, you know, it would be easier to say, okay, take those guys off and put a second unit on. But when you're clipping along at the percentages we are, there's not much use to change right now. For the texter in Stetler, uh, you misspelled four words in your text. Uh, much appreciated, clown. Uh, for everybody else who was very polite, their response, and you don't have to agree with what gets said, but that's the beautiful thing about an actual democracy is we're allowed to have dissenting views. Sometimes it's funny because when I went to university 30 years ago, it was also the right-wing guys that were uh, often the right-wing guys that were the most narrow-minded guys. And somehow we've created an environment today where the, uh, the, the uh, I'll use the term alt-left to describe some of the uh, left-wing individuals that seem to fly off the handle the moment's notice that somebody maybe brings up a valid point. You know, like the fact that we live in a democracy, in a world where people are allowed to have views. Well, some countries live in a democracy, so somebody like Greta gets to come to a place like Edmonton and espouse her views and opinions, and it's, uh, hey, it's all good. You don't have to agree with it. That's fine. But at least she actually gets to do it here. You know, as opposed to, say, Saudi Arabia. Meanwhile... We have a province like Quebec buying their oil. Wow. It's a wonderful place, isn't it? As for the Edmonton Oilers, are you buying what the Oilers are selling right now? I don't know, but one guy who is buying what Connor McDavid is delivering is Dave Tippett. Ryan Rashock from TSN asked this question after the morning skate today about what it's been like to coach McDavid so far. He had this to say. Well, he's an elite player. You know, as far as practice goes, he drives the pace of practice, which I like. And, you know, there's, there's other players on our team that I know take that to heart. Like Darnell Nurse wants to practice hard because he sees Connor practice hard and he brings that pace for our defensemen. So it's infectious. Like his, his, uh, the speed that he plays the game and his talent is one thing, but his, uh, his desire to be the best and desire, desire to win are things that if you're not around them every day, you don't you don't get a real sense of that. So, um, from a coaching standpoint, you know, I laugh at people. I'll say, "Well, well, you got Connor McDavid. Yeah, we might as well use him. We got him, right?" So, I mean, it's uh, it's it's a tool that we have, and uh, he's. Uh, I love that he's trying to be the best player in the world, and he works on it every day, and he wants the team to win. McDavid, 100, 108, 116 points the last three years, 17 points through seven games to start the year as an Oiler. Only other player in team history to do that, his name is Wayne Gretzky.
You may have heard of him, Wayne, from the Edmonton operation. Connor McDavid, by the way, currently with a 27.8% shooting percentage. He's had, what, two goals go in off of uh, opposition skates this year. Leon Dreisaitl at 21.4%. James Neal at 34.8%. And Zach Cassian at 30 I'm going to hazard a guess that those numbers are probably not sustainable uh, throughout the course of the season, nor is this number. The Edmonton Oilers are 10 for 22 on the power play this year at 45.5%. That said, they probably won't continue to have a bottom six uh, without a point. Miko Koskinen starts in goal. He had this to say on his working relationship with Mike Smith. You know, it's really good. Like, he's a um, really experienced goalie and... Uh played so many years in um, a really high level and I think I, I can learn him a lot and I have a lot of respect for him and uh, yeah. there you go Miko Koskin the understated one Oilers looking to change things up after uh, a Philadelphia game in which they gave up 52 shots here's Leon Dreisaitl and our uh, special teams have been really good uh, they've been working uh, they've been winning us, winning us games um, I think we got to tighten it up a little bit in our 5-on-5 five, five five game and um, you know obviously yesterday we had a, a good practice good video session and um, yeah, it's another chance for us, for us to, to grow as a team tonight yeah, absolutely. Just of note, it's interesting. Just regarding the Oilers' power play this year, again, at 45.5%, we are, uh, what, a grand total of seven games in to the season. And the Edmonton Oilers have had two goals in four of the seven games. They've scored power play goals in six of the seven games. It's a major reason why. Just over the last four games, the Oilers' power play, by the way, is six for ten. Dreisaitl has this to say on why the power play has been so successful this season. I think our power play was good last year. Uh, there's always uh, things you can, um, you know, get better at. And, and um, you know, sometimes it's it's also the bounce here and there, right? Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, last year we, we had the most chances on the power play in the entire NHL. So maybe the pucks just weren't going in. Maybe if they um, you know, went in uh, more for us last year, we would have been higher. But so far they've been going in. We, we, we get some bounces, but, but we, create, uh, we create those bounces as well. So we work hard and, and um, you know, we stick to, to um, what we're good at. And um, you know, that's, that's made us uh, successful. All right, uh, Leon Dreisaitl of the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Man, we got a lot of fired-up people here, and we're not going to have enough time to get to some of the texts, but thank you uh, for all of you uh, who have taken time to Texas on either side of things, or many of you who are kind of right with some centrist views as well. Edmonton's opponent tonight, the Detroit Red Wings, they're 3-4 and four this season. Last night against Calgary, Dylan Larkin centered uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, who has uh, come on and be quite the player, and Anthony Mantha last year, Bertuzzi, 21 goals, 47 points. Mantha, 24-25 goal seasons. Larkin had a 32-goal campaign last year. Franz Neal was, uh, Nielsen was with Andreas Athanasiu and Luke Glendening. Glendening scored twice in here last year on the last game that Pete Chiarelli was the GM of the Edmonton Oilers. Valtteri Philpola uh, last night was with Christopher N. and Taro Hirose, who is a free agent out of uh, Michigan State University. Uh, the Oilers were in on Hirose, uh, but of course Michigan State product ended up signing with the Red Wings. They had Jacob Delarose last night with Darren Helm, who uh, 
took a, a little bit of a swat with the stick on the back of the leg and Elias Lindholm and Justin Ablocator. Ablocator's gone minus 61 over the last four years. Patrick Nemeth was with Mike Green, 34-year-old right shot D-man. Danny DeKaiser was with Philip Ronick, who is a impressive right shooting defenseman, 23 points in 46 games last season. And then they got Dennis uh, uh, Chalowski with Alex Biehagen last night. I have a feeling Trevor Daly may uh, drop back in the lineup. They've also got Madison Bowie, who played uh, on the 2015 World Junior Team with Connor McDavid and Darnell Nurse. So Red Wings come in. Check out these numbers. 25th in goals for, 27th goals against, 26th on the power play, 24th on PK, 22nd in shots for, 27th in shots against, and 30th in the league in faceoffs. They're at uh, roughly $79 million on the cap, of which... Zetterberg at 6.1 and Franzen at 3.9, $10 million in cap space tied up on LTIR. And Jonathan Erickson, longtime defenseman, is out as well. So that's a quick look at the two teams tonight. When we come back on uh, Oilers now, and we, uh, we do expect Bernie, I think, to start uh, in his career, 327 appearances, 913 uh, save percentage. We'll talk a little bit later on about the, the models of development with some of the prospects in both organizations, but Reed Wilkins is up in one minute's time. He's just making his way back uh, from the protest as we speak. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 6-1 Oilers against the Detroit Red Wings. I uh, got a text in, hey, Bob, what's going on in defense? Does William Laguson play tonight? No. Same decor. Darnell Nurse with Ethan Bear. Bear's been terrific. Oscar Clefbaum with Chris Russell. Brandon Manning, who played 11-23 in his first game. Uh, with Matt Benning, who's only playing 13-53. We have five minutes with Inside Sports. Reed Wilkins. Hello, Reed. How are you? Good, Bob. It's a politically charged day in town, you know, It's and you know why. Because it's the Ken Holland revenge game tonight for... Uh, it is. Yeah. I don't know if it's the Ken Holland revenge game. I, I, I think somewhere the Oilers had to find a way to laser out some of those Red Wing tattoos that were all over. Because, you know, Holland's generation, they had lots of tattoos back in the day. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Dreisaitl joked about it this morning. He, he said hopefully he'll be cheering for us and won't go back to the old instincts of cheering for the, for the Red and White. I mean, I think for for the I don't think for the players this really factors in. I'm sure it will be a little weird for Holland to watch, but it's not like you're going up against a guy who used to play for you. I don't know if the Oilers are really thinking, well, let's win one for Ken because you know the general manager's kind of removed from the players on a day-to-day basis generally. But I, I think for the Oilers, their focus is just, well, let's not have the shot clock hit 50 or hopefully even 40, I, maybe not even 30. I think they would like. Uh, I mean, huge discussion. And even before the Philadelphia game, because they weren't totally happy about how they played in Chicago, about how they're breaking out the puck, staying together, breaking out as a, as a five-man unit. The couple of players talked about a lot of watching a lot of video yesterday as well. So I, I think that's it, – it's weird. They're, they won, but a lot of the, the lingo and discussions, it's almost like they're coming off a loss because they gave up so many shots. So I, I had this conversation with some people the other day. The orders in the mid-'80s, uh, you know – they could trade chances with you. Did good goaltending, and their high-end offensive players were better than your high-end offensive players. Through seven games, are we seeing a little bit of that right now? Because they have no support scoring whatsoever. Correct. But you got a bunch of guys that are shooting the lights out 20-plus percent, which is not realistic to continue, and that's why they got to get the bottom six going. But the fact of the matter is if Edmonton can at least be equal in scoring chances for and against... Given that they have a McDavid a dry settle and how good that power play is, yeah. Well, I think they have. Can to... you play that game? 
I think, yeah, yeah, they can, and I think they might have to. I think they have to tie the game when McDavid and Settle are on the ice. Like, I, I really think that's the goal. Play play even. Don't give up a lot. The, the bottom six is, is going to have to score at, at some point, and especially if they're going to be a very good team. But can they... I mean, look, they've started well. They've taken advantage of teams they should take advantage of. I think this is another team they can do it against tonight. So get the points in the bank. At some point, the rain's going to fall. But I, I think they can stay in the playoff race as things have gone. Obviously not 52 shots. But if they, if you can play a 40-minute game without Leon and Connor on the ice and come out even... Most nights, those are they're going to hit more home runs than the best yeah. players on the other team. So, it's like it's not an awesome formula. It's not a Stanley Cup winning formula. Is it a get into the maybe get into the playoffs type formula? Yeah, yeah. Right. and then the play, save percentage has to be nine fifteen or better. They're nine twenty two right now. Reed, uh, I'm going to throw something at you that not everybody's going to like, and it has absolutely nothing to do with protests and marches and those sort of things. I have a theory that teams get up to play against Connor McDavid. Because he's the most explosive, dynamic player in the world. So the Calgary Flames, you know, they're playing the fans down in Calgary. So, you know, it's not fair. The Oilers just got Philly and Detroit back-to-back. I think it actually benefits Calgary right now because the Oilers are going good and McDavid and Settle can embarrass you. And I think that the Flames, who've got a really good team, so everybody in Calgary or, you know, South Central Alberta or wherever understands this. They got a good team. They don't need anybody looking past them because they're a dangerous team to look past. But I do think there's some teams that are maybe focused on that matchup against some of the Oilers' big nuts that are 6-1. and one Well, I here. think so. I, I think if you're a competitive pro hockey player, you want to be the one guy that shut down McDavid and Settle. You want to be the one guy that upset them and, and maybe held them off the score sheet. Um, I was just checking the shooting percentage. Settle is shooting 21.4%. Yeah. What was he last year? Oh, he was up there. He's at least 18. I think he was 18. Yeah. So he's not really he's not really that much over what you would expect. I mean, it's Neil and McDavid that might come down a little bit. All right, we got lots going on in the city today. Uh, man, it's great to live in a place of freedom. Uh, we'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen back uh, Eileen Bell. Thank you very much, Reed Wilkins. And when we come back for the River Cree Resort and Casino, the rabble rouser himself with his own opinions on climate change, Elliot Friedman. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.